Hello, welcome, welcome to episode three of This Tender Life. So this episode is coming very hot on the heels of episode two, um, so I'm feeling quite pleased with myself. I actually recorded um, a BOGO masterclass over the weekend, which I uploaded a couple of days ago. Um, even if you're catching up with this uh, much later on, that episode will still be really, really interesting for you. It's a deep dive into 12 beautiful oils, so if you haven't listened, check it out. And if you catch it before the 26th of October 2022, then you also have the opportunity to participate in the BOGO sale. Um, but today's episode, I felt really called cool to share because last night I hosted my Moon Lodge. Um, it's a women's circle that I host every month here in Totnes, um, and it's always to usher in the new astrological season um, and to support um, women in working with the energy of the astrological season and the new moon that comes in with the start of every new season. And this one in particular is very, very potent. So we have just recently stepped over the threshold into Scorpio season. So we left like the airy realms of Libra and we've deep dived into the waters of Scorpio season. Scorpio is a water sign. Um, and tomorrow, so on the Tuesday, the 25th of October, 2022, we're gonna have a new moon in Scorpio and a partial solar eclipse. So this is very, very powerful because having a new moon and a partial solar eclipse on the same day energetically is not dissimilar to having a new moon and a full moon on the same day. It is big, big energy to work with. And we are actually in the eclipse portal now for another month um, because there will be a second eclipse that closes this eclipse season in November. So there's a lot going on, there's a lot you can work with. And the women who came to my circle last night just were so um, positive about their experience and the wisdom that they gained and the insights. And it just felt really important for me to actually try and distill this into a little podcast that I could share to just give you a glimpse of what I offer in my circle. So if you're local, it might kind of uh, give you a bit of a feel for what I do in the, in the Moon Lodge and whether you might like to come and join us. And if you're not local, it also gives you the opportunity to tap into some of this wisdom um, and maybe work with it over the coming days. So for me, also, I want to start by sort of prefacing all of this by saying that I am not an astrologer. And actually working with astrology is comparatively newer part of my journey compared to the oils which I've been working with for five years and the kind of bigger picture of my healing journey which has been for like you know 18 years so um, it is a newer part but I have found it so nourishing and so affirming that it feels really really important to share it um, and in my moon lodges how I work is when working with the energy of the astrological season I also always bring in any um, of the kind of Celtic festivals from the wheel of the year that are approaching so also within Scorpio season we have Samhain which um, some of you may know as Halloween uh, or All Souls and that is on the 1st of November. Uh, so that energy is really rich and potent at this time as well. And I talk about that in the, I talked about that last night and I'm going to cover it a bit in this um, podcast as well. Um, so the way that I tend to work is to weave in wisdom that I've gained from, there's a few places that I look to for wisdom, but actually the one that I 
go to the most and trust the most and feel the most resonance with is actually um, Spirit Daughter. So she has an amazing Instagram and she has a great website as well. And she creates workbooks for all of the different, for the full moon, new moon, astrological seasons every month. And I work with her workbook to create my moon lodge and then also weave in wisdom from essential oils and also like native wisdom about the wheel of the year and kind of following that side of things as well. So it's kind of a synergy of these things, but I just want to give credit where credit's due and say that I am not divining this information myself from the cosmos. I am actually working through information that's been shared via other sources and primarily my main kind of, yeah, most trusted source is Spirit Daughter. So if you don't know her site or her page, go and check her out because she is amazing and I can highly, highly recommend her work. Um, so I think also one of the things that is just really powerful is to use the essential oils to help us tune into a particular season or a particular kind of energetic time. Um, and so what I wanted to share in the podcast today is I'm going to share with you a bit about what's coming up in terms of the astrological kind of picture of the next few weeks, which is really powerful. And then the oils that we worked with last night and that you might want to choose to tune in with and work with over the next few weeks. And then also just a little bit about Sarwain and the kind of energy of that. Um, yeah, I feel really super excited to share this with you. So I'm actually going to start by sharing with you a blend for Sawain, which is also just a beautiful blend to be working with at this time. And they are some pretty special oils in here um, that we worked with last night and that me, I personally have been diffusing a lot and I've made up a little rollerball blend that I've been kind of anointing myself with and kind of using it to tune into the energy of this time. So the blend of oils is, uh, for Sawain, is helichrysum, cypress, frankincense, lavender, marjoram, and patchouli. So helichrysum is about ancestral work and supports us with births and deaths and gives the gift of healing your wounds. Uh, cypress is all about cycles and transition and liberation and um, our gift from cypress is flow. Frankincense is the oil of enlightenment and truth, uh, divinity, magnificence of the divine masculine. Lavender is the oil of re relaxation, offering us openness and nurturing and contemplation. Marjoram offers commitment, touch, softness, and the gift of contented unions. And patchouli gives the gifts of quietude, the shadow self, and magic. So all really powerful oils to be working with. What I've actually done in an old empty frankincense bottle, I've added um, a few drops of each. I think the best thing to do with this sort of blend is to be intuitive and sort of start with like a couple of drops of each and then use your nose to tune into what you want to put in a bit more of and where you think you might just kind of leave it or kind of not add any more of one. So I think in my blend, I put 12 drops of helichrysum, 10 drops of cypress, 10 of frankincense, six of lavender, six of marjoram and four of patchouli or something like that. But it was, um, yeah, 
you need to just feel into it and see what feels right for you. If you have those oils, they're a beautiful mixture. If you don't already have um, a doTERRA account and you're not sort of connecting with anyone about doTERRA oils, but you're listening to this and feeling inspired, you can find me on Instagram and I can help you get set up with accounts so you can get hold of some of these oils. Um, and for us in the Moon Lodge last night, we started, I had these oils in the diffuser and then I placed a couple of drops of the blend in everybody's hands and we took some really deep breaths to kind of slow down and tune in and that felt really powerful. It's a beautiful yet really simple practice that you can use to just connect with, connect in and sort of land when you're going in to do some work on something like this. So to set the scene for you now as well, um, just uh, in terms of the actual dates, here it's the 20th, I'm recording this on the 24th of October. Um, Scorpio season literally sort of, um, we stepped into Scorpio season yesterday and it will run now until the 22nd of November. We've got the new moon and the partial eclipse tomorrow on the 25th of October. Um, so the eclipse peaks at midday tomorrow here in the UK and the new moon is about 12 minutes before that. So that is a super, super powerful window. So basically with a new moon, traditionally a new moon is about setting intentions. So it's a beautiful time to really dive into our heart and come into clarity about what our intentions are and what's the vision we want to cast for our life. And it's a, a great time to kind of be in that energy. And if you know anything about a full moon, a full moon is generally about like looking with clarity and seeing what we want to release. And the combination of the new moon and the full moon is literally, uh, the new moon and the eclipse is similar to having a new moon and a full moon on the same day. So you've got this incredibly powerful opportunity tomorrow to release and call in at the same time, which is very, very exciting. And honestly, the work that you do in this next little window of time, if you're coming at it from a place of real intention, has the possibility to absolutely transform your life. Um, so the energy of Scorpio season is very much that it's like Scorpio season just wants to burn through your life with this fire of transformation and just destroy everything that no longer serves you and create space for new things to grow. So it is not an easy season, but it is an incredibly powerful one. It's, it's a very potent time. And uh, a new moon is always a time to look at the shadow self. And that's one of the other reasons why I love working with the new moon. So if you kind of imagine the fact that with the new moon, um, there's no main light in the night sky. So we're kind of protected under this cover of darkness and it almost acts as like a safety net for us to go into our own shadow and feel into what is there that is still having power over us. And shadow work is, you know, not to be taken lightly. It's really, really deep work and it's challenging at times. And I think, you know, in many times it's really appropriate to do it in, the part in a healing partnership with somebody. Um, but the main thing to know, so with the shadow, if you're not familiar with it, everybody has a shadow self. And it's basically where we put parts of ourself 
that we want to that we need to disassociate from for our own protection so most um of the shadow is kind of a lot of it is created in childhood if we have like behavior that was either not well received or forbidden um you know we may want to disassociate from a particular behavior or emotion and that kind of whole emotion might then end up being part of our shadow self something that we don't want to believe is attached to us but also things kind of if we experience things that are just too shocking or painful or traumatic that can also go into our shadow um and whilst it is no longer part of our conscious existence as long as it's there and unrecognized it will have power over us and so working with the shadow is really, really important, but it's hard. And new moons are great opportunities to dive into that work. Um, but Scorpio season as well is like the season for the shadow um, as well. And actually, Scorpio wants like raw, brutal, honest truth um, about ourselves, about others. And that it's all quite often found in the shadows as well. So, you know, definitely for me, I'm going to be using my oils a lot to ground myself and cope with this season. Um, but it's, it's an exciting time because in the end, truth can be unbelievably painful. It can be, it can feel like it could be heartbreaking. It could be tr triggering. It could be you know, it could feel like a betrayal or, you know, a real misfortune. But in the end, the truth is always the best thing for us. So, you know, as hard as some of the truths to face might be, um, in the end, it's for our ultimate good. Uh, so that is also very much like the lesson of Scorpio season. Yeah, so like Scorpio is really... Scorpio season is really the time to not even try to kind of get beyond our shadow because it's not even about that but it's about like actually being with our shadow and allowing it to be a part of us uh, rather than trying to push it away and say no that's not who I am. Uh, Scorpio is the time to kind of face ourselves in our wholeness and if we can do that and approach that from a perspective of real compassion and grace and understanding and love, then in the end, we will emerge from this season as a more whole version of ourself, which means that we have far greater possibility of ascending to our highest timeline for this lifetime. And so it actually, it just feels like there's so much possibility and potential in the air right now. Um, it is definitely not, not the easiest of the astrological seasons because we can feel really like challenged and triggered um, just because the raw truth of life is actually not always that brilliant. Um, but also Scorpio season wants to remind us that as difficult as things may be, we have survived all of our hardest days and we have the resources within us to cope. Um, and Scorpio wants to give us the gift of courage to face that and resilience to move through it as well. It's really a time for us to, yeah, stop running and actually just tune into the 
to the wisdom that's available to us, you know, step into our intuition and call on the support of our kind of compassionate ancestors and our allies and our guides and actually allow them to come through with their wisdom it's also a season where we might find that we have like flashes of divine inspiration or like witchy twitchy intuition where we kind of feel like we have a sense about something that is very much the gift and the energy of Scorpio season and actually one of the big invitations is to create space in our life so that that wisdom can come through to us. Like life is really busy and at this time of year we can really feel that pace picking up as we kind of race to the end of the year and the festive season. And, you know, it's a real, um, in really in opposition with everything that's happening in nature around us, you know, here in the Northern Hemisphere, everything in nature is letting go and drawing in and yet somehow we humans get caught up in this idea that we should be like going out and you know building up to the festive time and and actually it's really we're in a descent now we're in the spiral in and in a bit I'll talk about the energy of Samhain but you know when we cross that threshold over the 1st of November then we are really in this spiral down the clocks will change the days get shorter and shorter and actually you know Scorpio season is just this brilliant time to let everything fall down and kind of merge with the earth and just be composted to create new life and new possibilities uh, but we have to remember to make the space and the time for that to happen um so yeah the real alchemy of Scorpio season is that as we allow ourselves to kind of feel these things that we've avoided and not wanted to see and witness things that have been placed in our shadow then actually we can transmute them and heal from them and then they can become our greatest gifts that we can offer in the world so it's a really really powerful time um for healing a really really powerful season for healing so aside from sort of the big Scorpio energy that we're working with we also are now in this eclipse portal so the portal opened on the 20th of October and it will actually stay open until the 27th of November so we're starting this is the second eclipse season of the year uh, we had had one in May and now we have a solar eclipse in Scorpio tomorrow, 25th of October, and a lunar eclipse in Taurus. So this is like, um, you know, this is a real high point, but then the portal will sort of stay open until the 27th of October. So whilst there is like a peak of energy tomorrow lunchtime, midday on the 25th of October, this energy is still something that you can work with over the next four, five weeks. Um, so it's a very, very powerful time. And basically, eclipses come to reveal truths to us that we would not otherwise see. Excuse me. So it can be painful, but it can be, it's always really important and it's positive to know the truth. So it's a really powerful time to kind of witness and clear blockages that might be limiting us um, and it's a really powerful time to accept change in our life so where we may be feeling stuck or like not sure about moving forward during an eclipse portal we have a really really meaningful opportunity to 
actually break through from unhelpful patterns to create positive change in our life. And also at this time, amplified by the fact that we are approaching this kind of big threshold with Sarwain, there's the eclipses are also a time where there's like a thinning of the veil between the realms and the wisdom, the universal kind of cosmic wisdom is much more readily available to us. And personally, I love working with oils to also amplify this. There are some really beautiful oils that you can work with. Um, Copaiba is really a great one uh, because it is the oil of unveiling <laughs> so it is very much in that energy but also the main one that I worked with in my ceremony yesterday that I'm going to talk about in a bit is helichrysum as well because helichrysum is the kind of immortal flower and uh, it's basically this beautiful golden bright yellow and even when you harvest it it retains this bright bright yellow color um, and it's like the kind of golden thread of life and it's uh, it's kind of the energy of it is that it kind of transcends lifetimes so it becomes yeah very very powerful to kind of work through the realms um but i'll talk a bit about more more about that in a bit um but yeah the the kind of the the power of the eclipse is to show us things that need to be seen and allow us to move through them uh it's a real catalyst for change a real big catalyst for change. So like I said earlier on, basically this combination of the eclipse with the new moon, it makes tomorrow one of the most powerful astrological moments of the year. It is an absolutely supercharged new moon. Um, and so as always, a new moon is always going to be a really important time to set intentions. But tomorrow with the eclipse, it's like super, super powerful. And any um, intentions or um, affirmations that you kind of create or set at this time have such a huge opportunity to create change in your life and not everything's going to happen immediately but you will feel the ripples of the intentions that you set at this time for six months that's the kind of that's the window from now until the next eclipse portal and so those changes are really, really powerful, um, potentially. And you can really use it as an opportunity to kind of step into a much higher vibrational frequency. Again, the oils are great for this, but um, the kind of, yeah, the gift of this moment is that not only are we able to set these intentions and call in, but also we have the eclipse to witness what needs to be let go of and let go at the same time. So it's just really, really exciting. <laughs> but also not straightforward because we have this Scorpio energy that literally, that brings change with no gentle measures. <laughs> so there's like no half measure with Scorpio. It's like Scorpio brings upheaval and like shocking revelations to create change. So I think, you know, it's really important to remember that you might not feel that grounded and centered tomorrow to do your intentions. So potentially tomorrow, like that window from like 10am to 2pm in the UK would be a really powerful time to come within and 
get really clear and set intentions and kind of journey to where you want the next six months to take you. But the kind of mess of it is that Scorpio season might mean that you don't feel very centered to do that. <laughs> so I want to give you permission that if you're feeling completely fried at the point of the eclipse and the new moon tomorrow, just don't worry. Don't force yourself to try and set intentions at that time because it will not serve you. So don't feel like definitely just don't put pressure on yourself to be like, oh, but I need to like set these intentions now because it's this powerful time. It's like, yeah, it's powerful. And you're going to get it powerfully wrong if you force yourself when you're not coming from a place of grounding and centeredness. Um, but what you can also do at this time, which I think is really interesting, is play very close pay very close attention to your dreams as well and like I said those flashes of inspiration and that side of things um basically tomorrow is kind of this moment which could illuminate like our karmic path in this lifetime um and reveal to us what we need to release in order to embrace the lessons of this incarnation it you know it has all of the wisdom of the universe is contained in this kind of astrological events that are happening tomorrow. But um, yeah, basically the new moon tomorrow and the intentions that you set and the work that you do have the power to potentially transform your entire world, but it just could be very, very messy to get you there. <laughs> uh, it could be difficult. But uh, Scorpio does remind us to have courage. Um, and if we can embrace like really honest conversation around who we are, what we're facing, what we're working through and where we want to go, actually we can shift the energy in such a profound way. Like it can be so powerful. Um, yeah, it's a very exciting and a potent time and um, it's a great time for journeying and meditation. Um, as I've said a couple of times, you know, we have this thing of the veil. Um, and with the festival of Samhain, it's, we're in the twilight of the year. Um, and our ancestors really knew about the importance of death and darkness and how necessary they are in the cycle of life. Um, and Samhain was really a festival to celebrate that. And it was a time for divination and connecting with our ancestors and really just carving out time to understand the inner mysteries that live within us um, and within the world. And, um, <clears throat> you know, again, it really feeds into that energy of Scorpio where we can be looking in the shadows and looking in the dark and that inner mystery and coming into a place of like trust and feeling that holding of the ancestors and the cosmos and the universe. You know, we're all held in the cradle of the universe and the thread of our ancestors runs through the fabric of our own lives and this is a time and a point in the year to really remember that um and you know when we're journeying we can ask to work with our fears and and work with the visions that kind of come to us with the support of our ancestors um 
So yeah, it's kind of important to remember like we might feel fear around failure, but we might also feel fear around success. Um, and working at this time, you know, we may also feel that we have the courage to face those fears and move forward. Um, and because Scorpio is the sign of transformation. So the more you learn about your fears and face them, you can transform them into surrender and trust. And because we are at this, this kind of, yeah, twilight of the year, we have also this energy of this like ancestral support coming through. So I'm gonna talk a bit about Samhain and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about oils and specifically helichrysum and why we worked with that last night. And then I'm going to wrap it up. Um, but basically, Samhain is like the last of the cross-quarter festivals in the year. So in the Wheel of the Year, there are eight festivals and you've got the kind of the big ones that we all know about, which is the solstices and the equinoxes. And then you've also got these cross-quarter festivals that punctuate those. Um, and it is the last harvest. It's the third harvest, the harvest of the nuts. Um, and it sort of signals the end of autumn and moving into winter. So this is now the dark phase of the year. And it's when the mystery of transformation occurs. So everything is going within, going, you know, we're in the descent and then, you know, witnessing in nature all around us the death of the old to make way for the new. And nature is just always our greatest teacher because she just so beautifully shows us about allowing the cycle to just unfold. She's just so free with it. Um, and it's beautiful if we can come into that connection and we're so disconnected so often in our modern life. And it's one of the reasons why we moved to Devon, just to be able to be in that wild away of connection with how it always was. We've lost so much in such a short period of time. And I talk about this quite a lot anyway, but now this time of year, it's actually particularly relevant to talk about the fact that actually historically the dark regenerative power of the goddess was honoured. Uh, you know, in the ancient world, um, we celebrated the dark gifts of the goddess. And this has then, you know, there was a period of time where then the dark side of life became um, an object of fear. So I think, you know, particularly in the 1500s, there was a real onslaught, like a real attack on the feminine, uh, where the wise women and healers were persecuted and killed. Um, and in that time, we lost a lot of wisdom. And around the same time, is when the Vatican introduced mechanized time and we switched from a global kind of lunar calendar of 13 29 day cycles to the really actually nonsensical 12 month uh, calendar with like 12 months, some with 30 days, some with 31, one with 28, but also sometimes 29. Um, it, and it just like, it's, Actually, the more you look into it, it's kind of crazy. And while I'm talking about it, I'll just say that there is like a whole uh, massive movement for calendar reform 
that has existed since the calendars were first changed um, and it's actually fascinating to look at but it's particularly pertinent at this time of year when you know people are talking about like witches and Halloween and you know witches are like these kind of evil comical characters when actually you know the witches were basically healers and wise women and probably shamans um, but they were you know persecuted and then now we've been taught to like you know fear the witches rather than the people who killed them which is you know doesn't really make any sense um and we've also especially as women been taught to fear our inner world and to not trust our intuition and our own inner wisdom um which you know and that's done in a multitude of ways it's done through the media but it's also done through like the pushing of you know contraception you know hormonal contraception on women and um, all these different ways that we've been like disconnected from ourselves from our inherent cyclical nature and our wisdom um, and basically over Samhain it's a really beautiful time to create space to explore that and to come back into that connection because we actually all have deep deep intuition within us and a huge part of ourselves that could express itself as our own inner healer but we are just so disconnected from it so much just because of the way of the world and so Salwain in is a really especially beautiful time to explore the wild edges of ourselves beyond what we see and what we know to kind of journey and spend time yeah in between the realms uh feeling into like where is the fear and where is the vision and kind of calling on the support of our supportive ancestors um you know and it's so fascinating because i think for a long time i was really in that journey of like ancestral trauma and intergenerational trauma and you know that's all very real and uh, you know very much a part of of life but also I've been recently really wanting to tune into like the positive inheritance that comes from my ancestors so within that actually in the circle yesterday um we did also work with petty grain so actually during the circle we had petty grain in our water and petty grain is the oil of ancestry um, and petty grain invokes a deep appreciation for positive forms of ancestral knowledge wisdom and family history so petty grain illuminates the eternal connection to all previous generations that weaves its way through the present generation and onto the next um, a beautiful oil to remind us that we um, experience this life through our ancestors sacrifices um, and it invites us to honor the good um, that was inherited from the family and also in that in, in that to make the path lighter for those who follow so really beautiful oil um, and it is one you can use internally if it is the doTERRA oil would not advocate using any other oils internally um, just because I can't vouch for the purity and the quality of them but if you have a doTERRA petty grain then you can absolutely use it internally and it is beautiful in water it's actually gifted to us from the leaves of the bitter orange um, so it's a really generous um, plant in nature you get the petty grain from the leaves obviously you get the bitter orange from the rind and you get the neroli from the flower 
so it's a really really generous plant um, and the leaves offer us this beautiful oil of petit grain uh, to support us when we're kind of connecting in with that ancestral uh, inheritance and to receive it in a really positive way uh, which is very beautiful um, and you know actually in the way that the Christian tradition adopted the festival of Samhain um, obviously there is the sort of all souls uh, celebration and it is a beautiful time to honour the ancestors and some people like to have photographs of departed friends and family members on display at this time like often near the dinner table so that they're kind of joining you for your meals and that's a really beautiful way to kind of tap in with that energy as well and I find you know kind of journeying and meditating and calling in um, support from those ancestors also really powerful um, and I'm just going to wrap things up a bit now and just talk about also um, how we worked with helichrism so I think I spoke about it a bit at the beginning although it's now 35 minutes in and I can't really remember what I've said <laughs> but um, yeah helichrism is a healer of emotional wounds like on a physical level it will help heal physical wounds and on an emotional level it helps heal our emotional wounds and I love working with the oils because they do always work on these three levels they work physically emotionally and spiritually um, and you can experience um, beautiful emotional healing with helichrism so the way that we worked with it was actually to add it to cacao um, so during my moon lodge I share ceremonial cacao and um, as a way to open up our hearts and kind of tune in on a deeper level and then we will always go on a little meditation or a journey to see what wisdom wants to come through um, and yeah there's various different oils that you can add to cacao again when I'm talking about adding this to something and consuming it, I'm talking about helichrism from doTERRA. I'm not talking about helichrism from any other mix of oils because I can't say for sure whether they are pure enough to be used internally, but for sure, if you have the doTERRA helichrism, you can. Um, and so helichrism carries within her the elixir of eternal life and really transcends life in this realm. So she's an excellent ally for beginnings and endings, for births, deaths and rebirths. Um, and she can really support us in connecting with our ancestors and guides as well. So when we think about the golden flowers of helichrism or immortal, uh, we can think of them like the golden paint of Kintsugi. I don't think I'm saying it right, but basically there's a beautiful Japanese method of repair where when China breaks, instead of trying to fix it in a way where the break is no longer is not visible, they actually embrace the break and when it's repaired it's repaired with a beautiful golden um, paint and so the rather than trying to kind of hide the cracks they are celebrated and considered to be something that makes the piece more beautiful um, because it's like has an, an honest and visible story to tell and so when we work with helichrism and this beautiful golden flower, we can think of it like the golden paint of Kintsugi um, and the way that it can stitch our life back together and um, give us beauty in the pain. 
Um, and she also gives us strength and reminds us that, again, we have survived all of our hardest days and some of our best times are yet to come. So actually just a perfect oil to be working with during Scorpio season and during this kind of eclipse portal that we find ourselves in. Interestingly, helichrysum is one of the highest vibrational oils. So this is something area of the oils that I find really fascinating. So everything carries an energetic frequency um, and the lower the frequency, more stagnation can occur and the higher the frequency then there's more like renewal and elevation um, and we can work with essential oils intentionally to raise our own frequency to raise our own vibration which can promote levels of um, improved mood and you know can support with healing and well-being um, and helichrysum actually has a higher vibrational frequency than frankincense lavender and melissa so the oils have all been measured um, and helichrysum measures at 181 megahertz so really really high vibrational oil and really really powerful to work with so where as well we were saying that this energy of the new moon with the eclipse gives us the opportunity to elevate ourselves to a higher frequency to a higher timeline for this lifetime helichrysum can be a really powerful ally in supporting with that and that's why it's like the lead oil in the Samhain blend um, if you remember the blend I shared at the beginning is helichrysum cypress frankincense lavender marjoram and patchouli and helichrysum is like the lead in that because it is like this high vibrational oil that transcends the realms um, and so such a beautiful ally to have at this time and um, so that is my roundup of what's kind of coming and going at this time and um, I hope it's helpful I really yeah, the feedback that I had from the circle today was really, really positive and powerful. And it just feels, you know, such a great, I actually am loving the podcast platform. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be trying out a few different things and hopefully you guys, when you're listening, can feed back to me and let me know if it's helpful. Let me know if it's um, too long, too short. I don't know. I'm open to all the feedback. Um, and, you know, I'm going to also have some guests on soon. I've been speaking to people about coming on. One person in particular that I'm very excited about is gorgeous Sabina, who I purchased my ceremonial cacao from. If you're interested in weaving cacao and oils into your practice, cacao um, I would recommend Sabina. Her company is Cacao Artesanos. I share them a lot on my Instagram. So if you don't already follow me there, make sure you do. I am at tender underscore union, or you can hop to my website, which is www.tenderunion.com, which has got all of my ways to reach me. Um, but yes, Cacao Artesanos bring a beautiful Balinese cacao, which is so soft and feminine. I absolutely love to work with it and she's a beautiful companion for a daily cacao practice, which I personally do have. Um, so yeah, really, really love working with their cacao and blending the oils in together. And cacao also carries a very high frequency, um, high energetic frequency. So when you add in the oils, it can be really powerful and transformative. Um, and for me, I guess the whole thing, 
I've worked with the Wheel of the Year for several years now um, and you know that journey really came into a lot more fullness for me I think when we left London and moved to Devon and then like I said working with this sort of astrology side of things has been more recently in the last like year or so but I find the more I share this wisdom the everybody like everyone's experience is like it just makes sense and coming back to that place of like remembering our true nature that we are also one with nature that we are you know one with the earth I think and we're also always in this dance of life and death and rebirth um you know it's just such a, a beautiful dance to be in um so i really hope that some of this wisdom is landing with you it's too much to take it all on um but if there's one thing that resonates just work with that because you don't have to remember everything and what you need will find you um and i think that is the greatest lesson i've had from working with the oils is that what you need will always find you um, and you just have to trust and make space for it to get there. So I am wishing you all a beautiful Scorpio season and a very blessed new moon tomorrow. I hope you enjoy and feel the benefits from this very, very powerful time. And I will see you on the internet real soon.